I just love that sound. Mm, that's a good pour. <laughs> Say when. I'm gonna when? let you just pour the whole bottle into my glass. While we're doing a little uh, sound wave technology here, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. I am Geo, and you might know me as Geo Stories from my blog. And I'm here with Jen, my wifey, and Jordan, our friendy. Hey guys. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello. Second episode, and I will try not to take a month to edit this one this time. I know it, what I'm doing now, so I've got it down. It was like four weeks, not a month. It yeah, was... maybe like three weeks. I was okay, busy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have like a kid that's at home all of the time, and I work full time, and you work full time. You mean the kid that's... And I'm that's, just tired all of the time. The kid that's maybe sleeping right now, maybe just laying there talking to himself in bed? Okay, so that actually brings me to our topic for the night that I would like to entertain. So, Jordan, maybe you can answer this for me. Our night terror is really a thing. Like, oh do kids, God, like, hit so this age and then they're thing. like, all of a sudden I have night terrors and everything scares me. Yep. No, okay. truly, they really are a thing. Peyton had them um, probably for a year and a half and then they just grow out of them. It's, it's like legit. Really frustrating. It's making me really tired. It's actually really scary when they do it in the middle of the night because Peyton would wake up screaming, crying, totally in some type of bad dream, and you can't get them out of it. It's like they're looking right through you. Their eyes are open. They're sitting up. They'll answer your questions, but they are not there. Okay, that's weird. It's mm. scary. Mateo hasn't done that yet, but he keeps talking about the shadows. So he's like... Oh, gosh, I laugh because it freaks me out and I hate all paranormal things. So he... It's hilariously frightening. It really is because he's like, the shadows, the shadows, they picked me up out of my bed and they got my nose. Something is going on right now. They put me on my floor. They put me on the carpet. Like, listen, there's some weird um, parallel universe going on or something. (laughs) I swear to God, Thea did the exact same thing last week. What? They, she was telling me the exact same thing. I swear to God. This wasn't planned, by the no, way. No, it's not. This is Howard. This is why this is so great. Um, oh, my gosh. That is so... It, it's freaking me out because it's literally nonstop every day. And then he wakes up and he wants Gio and I to go back there and beat the shadows up. So it's gotten to the point where I go back there and I tell him, okay, the only people that live here are Mommy and Daddy and Zoe and Ellie and Mateo. I was like, nobody else is here. In the shadows. In the shadows in my bed. No, Mateo, there are no shadows in your bed. You have Jesus. Like, we've even, like, practiced, like, yeah. Jesus help me, like, mm-hmm. what to say. Still, every single day. I mean, this is, like, what, week two now of the shadows that are nonstop. Three. Okay, so listen. That so is, is not you, night terrors. Okay, what night is terrors your, are different. different. Okay, that, yeah. I'm the, curious. And also, <laughs> I'm thinking that at this age, they don't have enough imagination or have seen enough things in the world to create some type of scary thing like you know six-year-old kid seven-year-old kid someone Peyton's age who have seen something scary or maybe have caught a scary movie trailer or something they can create those scary things in their head and their imagination is is developed at that point but when you're two three years old Mm -hmm. Like, they're just telling you what real life is. Like, they what don't they know saw. any different. They're just telling you what they saw. Thea, last week, when I got her out of bed in the morning, she finally, she just turned two, everyone. Hooray, hooray. Woo! Got a toddler now. <laughs> but she um, just started sleeping 
all night in her own bed. Okay, because this kid was attached to me for a long, long time and was constantly sleeping in our bed. We co-slept for a long time, and I actually really loved it, and I'm really sad she's sleeping by herself. But anyways, (laughs) she's sleeping in her own crib, in her own bed now, all night long, not waking up. So I go and get her up in the morning, and I say, every single morning I say the same thing to her. Did you sleep good? You're such a big girl for staying all night in your bed. Did you have sweet dreams? And she said the most random freaky thing to me out of nowhere. She said, she was grabbed her legs and she said, people get me. And I said, Mm. people get you. And she said, yeah, yeah, people get me as she's tapping her legs. And I said, what people? And she said, scary, scary people. And I was like, what? How do you even know? Like, like how are you even saying that? And so then I like my heart started kind of beating a little fast and I was like trying to get more information out of her, but she's literally two years, just two years old. So that was pretty much it. She told me there were scary people that were grabbing her legs and whatever, getting her out of bed. And Mateo, the funny thing with Mateo's story to go along with that is Jen just like randomly in the middle of the night because she's a crazy mom, like checks the monitor to see if he's still in bed. And there was one time that she was like, he doesn't look like he's in bed, but he might be like kind of in the corner of the bed or something. I can't see him. She checks like two hours later and he was for sure in bed. Like, and so then she was like, so he wasn't in bed. And that was the same night that when he woke up, he he told us that the shadows picked him up and took him in the living room and put him on the ground and oh, hurt yeah, his nose. I forgot about that. They he, they took him as far as into the, now, living I'm not, room, the land of the living room. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell ghost stories or get all crazy sci-fi, but it is it is interesting how children um, tend across history tend to perceive uh, poltergeists, demons, all these whatever you want to call it type things. They are more seem to be more attuned to them than adults are, and maybe it's just we've For learned sure. to ignore that kind of stuff, or maybe there's something going on in their brains that's still working right. So with that, um, Alicia, our friend, she also wanted to be here tonight, but she's also a very tired mom. Um, I'm gonna call her and let her share her story, but she has like a story of like an encounter as an adult. Yeah. So like. I do see, like, how kids are more susceptible to that, and, you know, I've heard that, definitely. But then, like, what about these other cases about, like, what she'll explain that she's seen tonight from, you know, her parents' house? I'll give her a call really fast. Beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. Hello. Hey. Okay, so I've clued them in on our topic and how you wish that you were here tonight, but you're also a very tired mom, so you'll have to join us in person soon. Um, But the topic tonight is um, ghost. And so I think I told you when you were over here the other weekend about Mateo's new shadow obsession and about how he thinks that there are shadows in his room that pick him up out of his bed and take his nose. So yeah, yeah. Jordan had the same thing with Thea randomly, so that's weird. But I want to hear your story because, like, you have an adult encounter of, like, you know, a hot spot, like, where your mom's house is and where your parents live. Um, So I'm just interested from, like, an adult perspective of your encounter as well before we dive too much into the meaning of it. Okay. Um, I wouldn't really say adult. I'd say 
teenager. Um, but my parents built that house. And so, like, you wouldn't think it'd be, like, creepy or weird or haunted. It wasn't an old house. Um, no one believed me. I saw numerous things. Um, I've seen anything from a small child to a little girl, a woman, and then there was always this black figure. And it would come and go. So sometimes there'd be a lot of things that were going on and then nothing for months. And then all of a sudden something would happen and it would go on for a week and then nothing for months. Uh, but no one, no one really believed me um, in my house. So I'll talk about the black shadow because the other things didn't really bother me. It was just like they were there. I saw them every once in a while and that was it. Um, this black figure I saw twice. Um, once in my bathroom upstairs and I literally, I think I was doing my hair and I looked up into the mirror and it was just standing behind me. Didn't have a face. It was just this black figure, but like I could feel the presence of a man. And I, I mean, I jumped so far, like oh. that scared me and it was not a good feeling. No, thank um, you. Definitely not a chick or like a, a hefty broad of any sort. It was definitely a dude. Yeah, definitely a dude. I mean, and he didn't have a face. I mean, like it, I, I mean, it looked like a man, but the presence felt like a man. I don't gotcha. know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Totes. So the second time I saw him was downstairs in my bedroom. <clears throat> same thing That's it was through a mirror your bedroom right? um, yeah so it goes more onto this bedroom so this is my hopefully i don't drag this out but through a, another mirror i saw this figure <clears throat> and i mean it, it, to me it was definitely there it was in the corner of my room it was just standing there again horrible mm. horrible feeling when i saw it um, I did not like the feeling. It was evil. Um, so this bedroom was downstairs, directly underneath my parents' kitchen. Me and all of my other sisters, I have three other sisters, have also stayed in that room <clears throat> through our childhood. Um, now, no one saw anything, but people would keep, like my sisters would say, me and somebody's walking around upstairs or hearing, like, the kitchen cabinets closed like you could hear that like it constantly sounded like someone was walking around the kitchen table but we come upstairs and like nobody would be home <clears throat> so we all heard that um but nobody else saw anything i moved out <clears throat> i've never seen anything in my two houses i've lived in as an adult uh, my oldest sister moved back into that house my parents house and she said that she was sleeping and she had a mask on and she kept hearing something. She woke up and kept hearing something. And she thought, uh, it's her cat. So she takes her like, you know those masks that you sleep on or sleep with? COVID yeah. masks? No. <laughs> oh my God, Gio. <laughs> yes. Like an eye mask. Yes, exactly. Okay, so she takes it off and realizes, oh, well, the cat's in bed with me. Well, she's left with her door open and she said this black figure was standing outside of the bedroom. <sighs> No, thank but you. she said this this that this figure had what appeared to be as a top hat. I don't know if you've ever looked into like the top hat man. Oh yeah. But you should sometimes. Oh my um, god, I can't. <clears throat> Me so scared. So forever. she wakes up. She sees it. She's 
still staring at it, and she jumps out of bed and shuts her door. And she says that when she got up, it started moving towards her. Uh-huh. Um, around, I don't, I don't know how many years. I'm glad doors can keep spirits away. <laughs> I, I know. All you have to do too. is shut that door. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, my grandma had um, knee surgery, and I don't know if this was a little bit before my sister moved back in or a little bit after, but my grandma was sleeping in the upstairs bedroom, and she said that she got woken up at night, and she said this horrible presence just, like, went over her face. I can't remember if she ever said it was a black mass or a black figure, but she said that it was evil. I mean, my grandma's very religious, too. Um, so... <laughs> To, I mean, I don't know. Like Buddha and stuff? or no. <laughs> So what you're no. saying is this black mass figure does not care if you're super religious or not religious. It's just going to be there. Right. Do you, do, yeah. Didn't you say so like I, your parents are built on like a burial ground or something? So that's other people in the neighborhood have said they've seen things too. And this neighborhood was, it's a, was a new and upcoming neighborhood. People were still building in it. I mean, up, up until just a few years ago, people were building in my parents' neighborhood. Um, I haven't gone too deep into it. Uh, I took a walk once and walked out of my neighborhood, out of the back entrance and across the street, and just maybe two steps off the road. Um, it's kind of a backcountry road. Are headstones. You can see them. I mean, I don't even know if that is true. Like, if you can really build on stuff like that, I mean... I mean, you know how many permits you'd have to get to to move things, or I don't know. Oh, that's I don't know. So, do your parents like but, feel anything when they're there? Because they still live in the house. So, they yeah, do. have they, they have any experience? House. And your kids are there. Um, <laughs> no. So after I moved out and Jessica moved in, and my dad started saying, "You know what? Something is really weird here." He said he was downstairs, and my dad doesn't play into all that kind of stuff. And he's had a few instances. So he said that he was walking up the stairs and he just had this horrible feeling that someone was watching him. And he didn't feel good. And he said all the hair on the back of his neck, everything was just standing straight up. So I don't know. I mean, I think me and my sister Jessica are really the only people that really saw anything. Um, my other two sisters heard stuff. And my dad sells stuff. And then and your grandma. Has it. Your grandma sells And my stuff. grandma, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, my grandma will not spend the night at our house anymore. Oh, my gosh. The overall consensus is it was a negative presence. Nobody was like, he was okay. He brought me Chex Mix once. Right, yeah. No, the black figure was um, was always was always evil. Like, it just Ooh. gave off a really bad feeling, or mm-hmm. at least... I felt that. I mean, I saw, there was a lady that I used to see regularly. She had a long dress on, like, and she would walk, and this doesn't sound really weird, but she would walk back and forth. I mean, not like I would see her numerous times walking back and forth, but on occasions I would see her going in one direction. She would walk past my bedroom, but she never gave off, like, she never scared me. Hmm. That's so weird. I would okay, and then so you saw weird. a little girl? <laughs> yes. So I saw her, probably seen her twice, and she was both times standing in the entryway. And the first time I saw her, it was like she was spinning around, and she just dead stopped, and then was gone. Oh. I know. 
sound like a loony tune here. <laughs> hey, dude, we've all had our experiences. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, we, we've we talked about this before, actually. I've asked Gio, like, because I've had a weird experience, and now my daughter has, and now Mateo has, and mm-hmm. so, and I've asked Gio before, I've said, uh, do you think that it's common, like, do you feel like almost everyone we've known has had some type of experience at some point and they just don't want to say it because they're like scared people are going to judge them for it (laughs) and we were talking about that saying that yeah most likely the majority of people that we've ever known has had some type of weird something it's a really good point yeah some sort of like encounter yeah something at some point in their lives yeah i can't recall anything that i've had though not at your grandma's house? Nothing's happened no. to you, Jenny? No, not that I can think of. I mean, I've always been so terrified of it. Like, I just... So you probably just block it out. I probably do. Like, I honestly probably do block it out. Um, my grandma had a lot of really weird occurrences in one of the houses that they lived in. And they ended up buying this property. And so it was empty. And I went in it with my grandpa. And I refused to go down into the basement. Because it was one of, like, the haunted places that my grandma would always tell us stories about. So that's about as close as anything that I've gotten to it or, like, to that Elms Hotel that they say is haunted. But, like, yeah, I stay away from all of that stuff. It freaks me out. (laughs) If someone would say, you want to go check out a haunted place, I'd definitely go. Yeah, I'd probably think twice about it. (laughs) Like, is it Amityville Horror haunted or... (laughs) Or is it just a little bit? Or Casper. (laughs) Or is it a winery trying to make money? Right. Right. In in Alex and I's last house, I never saw anything. Nothing weird ever happened. Um, But Oliver did. I don't know if it's just an age thing or... You know, I don't know, but I woke up in the middle of the night and he was just standing over me. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? He's like, I don't want to go back to bed. And I was like, why? He's like, I don't like the lady in my room. (laughs) And I was like, this is all you, Alex. I was like, you can take him back to bed. (laughs) I was not going to go in there. Susceptible to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because kids' innocence, I think bad things are drawn to kids' innocence. That's just how I feel. It's not yeah. like they're asking see, for it. They just are, the bad things are drawn to that pure purity. Yeah. yeah. That leads me then to our question, Gio. Um, like, what are these, like, like, spirits or happenings that are happening? Like, so you've got, like, Mateo and Thea's story, and then you've got, like, Alicia's story from, you know, adult-like experiences or, like, where she's old enough to, like, remember these. Yeah. You know, what are these, like, are these ghosts? Are there ghosts? What can you explain? Well, I have personal opinions, and then I have biblical truths. Um, the biblical truths to start off with are um, the Bible doesn't say for sure where uh, you know if there's such a thing as a ghost as we perceive them as like past dead people who are coming back or roaming the earth as um, spirits and things like that. The Bible doesn't really have. All, like a definitive answer on it but it clearly mentions um ghosts and spirits demons possessions all that kind of stuff in there so you kind of have to trace the etymology of like where the terms come from um such as demons ghosts you know all that kind of stuff and we can get into that later but um as far as the bible says um it's it's not definitive as far as my understanding of things 
I don't believe that ghosts or whatever we're perceiving as these things, especially the children, I think they're um, disembodied spirits that have fallen away from the truth of God, and they're trying to deceive as many people in the world as possible. And like I said, I think the easiest, most susceptible, most open, and most aware of these things are children, and that's probably why they go for them. Uh, do, but do, so are you saying these things, they just like roam around and they find, they sniff out children to just kind of mess with and then mm-hmm. what? So, so for example, do you think Thea's experience last week, do you think something just like sought her out and tried to see if it could mess with her and then it's gone? Or is there that thing like hanging out in my house? Like I need like to know if I customer. need to be <laughs> Paulo Santo in my house out yeah. or something. I mean... Like, what do you, how I does consider, that even work? Yeah. So these, these, I'll call them entities, these beings, um, in my firm opinion, and this is just my opinion, this is based on piecing pieces of um, Bible and extra biblical texts together, but I believe that the evil things that we're perceiving as these dark men and dark presences are um, the product of fallen angels and humans um making earthborn children um translated to giants in our language giants meaning just from the earth gigantes or gigantes which means from the earth and um these are spirits that once probably had a body but they eventually died off or killed each other off um and now roam the earth as disembodied spirits um obviously that is a huge stretch if you if you want to try to you know build a sermon off of that but it is my firm belief that there's evil entities out there there's fallen angels um that the old testament usually refers to as lowercase g gods um and then there's also these products of fallen angels and human women called giants um they possibly could have been actually tall humongous creatures or they could have been non-god created beings that are now in torment and trying to torment others um without their bodies and um there's plenty of texts out there that that talk about these things and i'm sure different cultures have interpreted them in different ways but most religions and most cultures hold to some sort of daemon um and daemon just being a translation of like a, a knowledgeable, a being that's aware, I guess you could say. Um, so that that could mean any anything really that's not embodied, I guess you could say. So you're saying that like there really isn't a such thing as ghosts, that ghosts really are fallen angels that are still roaming the earth because there really isn't a place for them right now because yeah. they'll go to the place made for satan yeah when you know when jesus comes back is that kind of what you're getting at or alluding to i think yeah the end the end of the the final the final return of jesus there'll be these non-human entities excuse me these non-human entities that you're gonna you know it's gonna be hard to believe but yeah they'll they'll probably not have a place in heaven because they were never intended by God to be created. So then that brings me to my next question then. Okay, so a lot of people believe that they can communicate with their past loved ones. So if we're saying that like the ghost or these 
things that could happen to like Mateo or Anthea's experience are really more demonic experiences, which I know those are quite different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, is there the possibility to communicate with our loved ones in heaven? Or is that trickery? Like, is that a demonic spirit then interjecting? Um, Well, that's interesting because we kind of wanted to focus on the going to mediums part of of this whole ghost story type thing. Um, People that claim they can speak with dead loved ones um, or just dead people, period. Sometimes it's Hitler or something that's not so loved. But these people that say they can channel either dead people or uh, other entities. Um, there's a few different translations, Old Testament, New Testament, of what these people are referred to as. Um, but necromancers, diviners, mediums, uh, wizards, or spiritists, um, these are all different terms that we use for these people that either try to appear like they're conjuring up spirits and demons or are really doing it and um, somehow being a, a medium between like another a dimension mm-hmm. yeah, and, and ours. Can you explain that? Like, is it trickery or is it really like an avoidance in being able to talk to our loved ones? Like, what does it mean? Because I guess, yeah. So, like, is there the possibility in it? And I can go into some of the Bible verses in a minute, but I'm just curious on your take on it. Yeah, so I know there's a lot of Old Testament verses about how detestable um, mediums and necromancy and all these things are. And um, when you look at the definitions of these words, um, for example, necromancy, just you're, you're talking to the dead. Somebody is talking to the dead here. And, and I mean, the literal translation means to follow after the dead. Diviners or people that uh, try to read... Um, readings like cards and stuff that's mentioned in the bible all these things are mentioned as negative uh despicable things in the old testament um and a lot of them they call for you to be killed if you practice them and stuff but the reality is it the it's dangerous just to entertain these ideas because um your your loved ones are are um in a much better place with the Lord after they die. Um, I'm, they might be aware of what we're doing. I don't know for sure. Um, there's a lot of verses in the Bible that seem to indicate past loved ones are aware of what's going on on earth still. Um, but nonetheless, we're, we're not meant on earth to commune with our past dead loved ones. That's always, always, always led to these pagan religions since the beginning of time that, that the Israelites, when they were first looking for the Holy Land, like, they had to fight against all these different groups of people that would practice all these different things. And it turns, turns societies and cultures into, into trash when they start focusing on that, in my opinion. So who wrote Leviticus, just out of curiosity? Because um, I found nine different verses that talked about no mediums, and Leviticus was a, like, a repeat verse offender. Yeah, so Moses had a bone to pick with these people. Oh, it was Moses. Yeah, okay. so he Who heard he's, him. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's the one that gave the law. You know what? Do you, you know. So here's some of them. For example, it's like Leviticus nineteen thirty one. Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritualists, or you'll be defiled by them. Um, then twenty twenty seven, a man or woman who is a medium or a spiritualist among you must be put to death. Kind of harsh. 
Um, then Leviticus 26. I will set my face against anyone who turns to mediums and spiritualists to prostitute themselves by following them, and I will cut them off from their people. Um, and I believe that's it. And then there's another one from Two Kings, Jeremiah, Isaiah has a couple, First Chronicles, Deuteronomy. Um, but they all basically say the same things, like do not seek mediums, do not consult with medium for guidance. Um, but it doesn't explain why. It doesn't say like... So what do you guys think? What what are your guys' ideas? What do you think? I mean, I think it's because like it's 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 demonic spirits and that they're not really your loved ones, I guess. Um, yeah, I think why, it's total trickery. Yeah, why can't they just say that though? Like, why can't the Bible sometimes just like give you the answer? I know, why is it always right? got to be a riddle? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's because he. I, God wanted you to, I don't know, seek out the answers. He didn't just want to give you, like, here mm-hmm. here it is. Yeah. And, and God's not about, I mean, is, is despite what Moses and the law and the whatever, 463 uh, different laws that Moses did, um, you know, despite all that going on, God's not a God of making rules to make rules and to try to, prevent us from growing um he's more about like us searching out those options ourselves so two things that alicia said that i thought were interesting um since she had to jump off one back to the point of like are those our past loved ones <laughs> the dog found the squeaky toy that i've played hide y'all from are gonna have to just learn to love minutes. the doggies <laughs> and the squeakies and the whines and the barks our fourth <laughs> member bozo the clown's nose <laughs> so alicia had said like um, to, to that point about like our mediums real and like, you know, not mediums, but like the, the spirit that the mediums are calling, like people have these really real life experiences, experiences, like real life intense experiences. And I will tell you, I mean, like I did seek a medium after my first husband passed and like I did have experience that I was like, wow, that was like so intense. It had to have been real. But now that I know a little bit more, it scares me that I was like so easily manipulated, I guess. Um, but so she makes a really good point. Doesn't it say in the Bible that the ones that have gone to heaven cannot see or feel our pain from loss. So then, like, how would they really be able to communicate mm-hmm. with us if, like, they can't even really know yeah. the depth of, like, what we're going through, I guess, at that point. And, like, they're happy in Kumbaya or, I don't know, whatever's happening at Wouldn't this point. Wouldn't you think that's Satan's trickery to, like, draw you away from God? Like, if I can talk to my loved ones, then maybe they are in heaven mm-hmm. or maybe there isn't a God or maybe they're... What a, and then you yeah. start, like... Yeah getting these questions all he has to do all satan has to do is dig that tiny little hole once he digs that tiny little hole yeah he's gotcha the dam is flooding it's really interesting that you said that because that's where i feel like my faith really steered off quite Mm -hmm. to be honest is because like i got really intrigued so like what happened was somebody else had an experience um that they said my husband had come through and i got like really interested and i was like wait that seems real based off of what was said i want that experience so i like really went down that rabbit hole and you know trying to get closure and all that but like it did it made me explore other spiritual ways besides 
And it pulled you away. It did. It It totally pulled me away. I was curious about Buddhism. I was curious about past lives. Like, do we reincarnate? Like, um, spirit guides. Like, I was like down this whole rabbit hole of. You hired a Native American shaman once? (laughs) No, but like, for real. Like, I was real deep into like that type of discovery and trying to like piece it all together because I really wanted to understand, like, is this for real? And like, what is the connection and what is the tie in that? And it is so easy to get straight away. And I'm so grateful that I got pulled back on the right path. But it just shows you, like, that is one example of, like, somebody... I was really easily manipulated in that situation. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is real. Like, from being raised in one specific branch of Christianity, of Catholicism, and then, like, you know, knowing, like, this is what you have to do to get to heaven. Like, you have to go to confession. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. Like, you have to check all these boxes. And then, like, to have, like, this question of, like well, wait, does religion have it wrong? Like, I wasn't even, hadn't even been, like, truly saved yet to come at it from the perspective And I will, I will say right now, religion does have it wrong. Religion is far too legalistic, follow the rules, do this for that, and I'm telling you, our Lord God is way better than what we can conceive him to be. So religion does have it wrong, I will say that. Tie it back to the hat man. Hat man, shadow man. Maybe this is the guy that Mateo and Thea have had encounters with. Is this the guy that plays, um, uh, that plays the guitar for that one band? Dude, I don't know, but this should be like a movie or something. So basically... Slash? Um, Slash. <laughs> he's a shadowy spirit that people see standing in their doorways typically. Like um, usually oh, watching either sense. from a doorway, a closet, Alicia's- or a corner mm-hmm. of the room. Right? Most accounts say an observation is all that happens. So usually just kind of have an encounter, but some ufologist, I'm not sure if I said that right, I'm a really bad reader. Ufologist. I was the kid in school that I was always like, please don't pick on me to read, please don't pick on me to read. And then Geo's in the back throwing spit wads at her, nerd! Some ufologists believe, did I say that right? Ufologists. Oh, ufologists. Okay. Um, Believe that Hatman could have been an alien species observing people. So that I will. Okay, listen. Before we end this, what do we need to take away from this podcast? Are we cool? Like, is Mateo cool? Is Thea cool? Like, what do we need to do? Are, are, did they just go away? Are we, are we good? Do we, do I need to be worried? Do I need to be scared of my house? Tell me what I need to do. We've prayed with Mateo. We've prayed in his room. We've smudged his room. I mean, I don't, he still sees them. The shadows are not going away. So, I don't really know. Like, what, what do you think, Gio? Do you think, like, this is something to be concerned of or is this like a kid's imagination and like they're just cousins communicating telepathically to like have the same story to gang up against (laughs) mom and mom so that now we just now we're totally scared rabbit hole of scared shitless i it's so weird because i had no idea mateo had that experience and i I could not wait to tell you guys what happened and then you were like wait mateo had a shadow experience and i was like no stop you guys are joking. It was so I wondered crazy. why you were like, wait, do we have to wait to talk about this until the <laughs> podcast? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> that is weird. That is really weird. So weird. Um, I think the idea is your children are fine because you are going to raise them right. The, their entire life experience is not going to be based on a few encounters mm-hmm. at night from an evil demon. Number one, they get the feeling it's not a good thing. You can tell. The kids are like, 
yeah, they touched my leg or they hurt scary, my nose. Scary, scary man. And they might mm-hmm. smile and say it or whatever, but they're like, that's not mom, that's not dad, and that's not something they would do. So number one, ice cream man. kids are perceiving it's probably not, it's not normal if anything. And number two, um, <laughs> although although I think like Proverbs is very general generalistic in a lot of their statements, if you raise your kid up right, they'll usually turn out pretty well. Um, so if you raise them with them observing, not just teaching them, but they observe you as a as a Christian or somebody that trusts in in God and what He's going to do for you and what He has done for you, then they're going to automatically that's the reality because that's what they live in. You're their parents. You're their you're their loved ones. You're the people that they look up to and watch. So you always want to make sure you're the best example for them. And these demons aren't going to hurt them. They're not going to possess them. They're not going to like take them away from you because you're going to be the example of who the Lord is for them. So we don't have to fear these things. We can fight them, though. Gotcha. What do you guys think? I like okay, it. but I am still scared. Okay, but then, <laughs> Absolutely. So I have Demons one more question. are real. <laughs> I do have a lingering question, though. So like, I'm still hung up on this like mediums thing yeah. and like the connections and like there's so many people that still are trying to like gain that clarity and that connection from their past loved one. And one thing that like you are just as guilty of pointing out to me are cardinals. So like they did look up like the definition of that. And like it says, you know, a cardinal is a representation of a loved one who has passed. When you see one, it means they're visiting you. They usually show up when you most need them or miss them. We also make an appearance during times of celebration as well as despair to let you know that they will always be with you. Look for them and they'll appear. The author says that it's unknown. So Satan. I mean, I thought that... But, like, God, is that real? Because, no, like, you point God that out, be, too. Couldn't God be sending you little blessings sometimes when you just, like, need... Like, he knows yeah. your heart. He knows Boom. when you're just like, I'm so sad. This is sappy, but you know those moments you're just, like, walking through your house and you, like, happen upon a picture that is always on your fridge or always on your wall, but... For some reason, it caught your eye for that moment, and you're like, "Oh, I really needed to see Peyton smiling in that picture right now because I was having a hard day." Or, yeah. I, I needed to see that cardinal on the tree because mm-hmm. I was thinking about Grandpa and I was worried about da 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 whatever happens to be. Um, like those are I, special gifts, I yeah, think, from God. Yeah. And honestly. and the the word for for angels that we call angels is is just a translation for messenger. What's a messenger? Right. It can be really anything. It could be a picture. It could be a cardinal. It's a message, I think, from God mm-hmm. saying, you know mm-hmm. what? I know your heart and I know where you're at. And here's a little reassurance that your loved one is, is, with, me, is with me. I got you. They might not be able to commune with you because that can get a little hairy. We've learned from the past, guys. <laughs> um, so here's a little yeah. message. Yeah, I totally. Yeah. So basically, I didn't get very much clarity out of this other than... <laughs> Great. They're basically okay, so like Mateo and Sia's situation is probably just like hyperactive. Or could it just be a bad dream? It's absolutely kids have bad dreams and they they inflate Mm -hmm. things and shape your mind automatically automatically makes shapes out of things that they see and Mm -hmm. oh it's a person for sure. Of course that happens. I'm just saying there is a real presence in this universe of fallen things that are not working for god and against god they only want to deceive you and kill you um but the only way they can do that is if you do it to yourself okay so basically to recap 
all of the, the, the spiritual not. things are really probably demonic and triggery and you should just pray. And <laughs> You should pray. Yeah, Gio said, okay, uh, let's sum it up. Fear not. Period. Fear not. Yeah. Period. And basically keep drinking to keep the um, blinders on like me to where keep you just sp- don't see this stuff. Hey! <laughs> keep the spirits to that. To keep the spirits out of you. Shadows. Living world. Mm-hmm.